Welcome to the First Assembly of God podcast, a ministry of First Assembly of God in Greencastle, Pennsylvania, where we are passionately pursuing His will, His way. You can find out more about us on our website, greencastle-firstassembly.org. Now, let's dive into today's podcast. What a wonderful opportunity just to come and gather today. I'm just going to share just briefly for a few moments as we prepare for communion, as we prepare to pray for healing. I want to share just for a few moments on the topic, healing and the cross of Christ. Healing and the cross of Christ, because many times we think of the cross and we think of salvation, right? And that's a huge aspect of the cross. But sometimes we forget to think about healing and the cross. That what Jesus did on the cross gives us, gives us the ability, the, the invitation to believe and to pray for healing in our bodies. Healing in the struggles that we go through. Today there's, there's not just an epidemic of, of physical infirmities. There's an epidemic today of mental and emotional infirmities. You talk to people and oftentimes it's maybe not something physical that they can point to, but maybe it's something that they just sense and they feel that's, you know, they just feel depressed. They feel overwhelmed. They feel just the weight of everything. And God wants to bring healing to people's minds today. Amen? I think the the healing revivals of the, the earlier centuries focus on physical healing. I think there's a coming a healing revival in these days that's going to focus on mental and emotional healings as well as physical healings. There's people that feel bound by certain things and the only answer is going to this doctor or going to that doctor. And we, you know, we're, we are not against doctors. I'll be the first to say that. We don't, we're not uh, believing that doctors are not necessary. When I had cancer, I went to a doctor, you know. And, but we also believe in faith. We believe that God can heal. And sometimes God can heal through medicine. God can heal through doctors. But I want to preach on healing and the cross of Christ just for a moment today. As, you, as an Assemblies of God church, and maybe this is new for you, maybe you're visiting or, or you're new to our church, or maybe you've been in an Assemblies of God church all your life and you never heard about healing. Well, today you're going to hear about healing. As a Assemblies of God Church, as a Pentecostal church, we believe the Holy Spirit is still working today. And so I hope you've come believing that God is still working today. That we don't serve a God that uh, we have to wake up and that he's, he's not concerned with us. Or maybe he's, well, maybe some believe all oh, God, he did those things back in the past. But he does, you know, we live in modern times now. <clears throat> now we have doctors and medicine and we don't need God's healing. No, we, we need God's healing. They're coming up with all kinds of new prescriptions and new this and new procedures and new surgeries and new this and people are still on that on that that uh, what is that called uh, treadmill or hamster wheel you know just getting sucked into the one thing after another. God wants to bring healing to His people today. 
God wants to bring healing to lost people today. There's some that, that you know, mentally, rationally, logically, they, they just can't make the connections that there's a God, but man, God's going to bring healing to their body. He's going to bring healing to a situation, and it's going to open their eyes to who God is. The Bible teaches that as the gospel is proclaimed, that signs and wonders will be following to what? To confirm the gospel, to confirm that Jesus is who he says he is, Amen. And so as a Assemblies of God Church, this is what we believe. I just quote kind of what we believe. And divine healing is an integral part of the gospel. Deliverance from sickness is provided for in the atonement and is the privilege of all believers. Someone said, come on, I have a few preaching with me today. Divine healing, I want to read it again is an integral part of the gospel. Deliverance from sickness is provided for in the atonement and is the privilege of all believers. Not just some believers, not just those who have enough faith, not just those who went to church. No, it's a privilege. If you love Jesus, you can believe, you can trust him for healing. What this means is that we believe that the salvation that Jesus provides is a healing not just for your soul, but also for your physical body. That when Jesus went to the cross, he not only took our sins, he also took our infirmities, our sicknesses, our struggles. As followers of Jesus, we can pray for, we can receive forgiveness from our sins, and we can receive healing in our bodies. When Jesus says, it is finished, when he said, it is finished on the cross, the work necessary for the redemption of the whole person was provided for. It was complete. Our spirit, our soul, and our body, God provided that through his sacrifice of his son, Jesus Christ. It was complete. Jesus says, it is finished, and it is available for you and for me today. May we never forget that. May we, never, may, we, may, we, may we never only say that the cross was just for salvation. Yes, we thank God for our salvation. We thank you, thank the Lord for his healing of our soul. But God has made available the healing for our bodies. The prophet Isaiah says this in Isaiah 53. Yet it was our weaknesses he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down, and we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He, has, he was whipped so we could be Healed. Here's another translation. Maybe this is one that you're more familiar with. Same scripture. This is New King James. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was 
wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Amen? Amen. By his stripes we are healed. He took our sins to the cross. He took our infirmities, our sicknesses to the cross. And we can trust him today. Matthew chapter 8. You can turn there with me. Matthew chapter 8, starting with verse 1, it says, Large crowds followed Jesus as he came down the mountainside. Suddenly a man with leprosy approached him and knelt before him. Lord, the man said, if you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said, be healed. And instantly the leprosy disappeared. Then Jesus said to him, don't tell anyone about this. Instead, go to the priest and let him examine you. Take along the offering required in the law of Moses for those who have been healed of leprosy. This will be a public testimony that you have been cleansed. Verse 5, when Jesus returned to Capernaum, a Roman officer came and pleaded with him, Lord, my young servant lies in bed, paralyzed and in terrible pain. Jesus said, I will come and heal him. But the officer said, Lord, I'm not worthy to have you come into my home. Just say the word from where you are, and my servant will be healed. I know this because I am under the authority of my superior officers, and I have authority over my soldiers. I only need to say, go, and they go, or come, and they come. And if I say to my slaves, do this, they do it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed. Turning to those who were following him, he said, I tell you the truth, I haven't seen faith like this in all Israel. And I tell you this, that many Gentiles will come from all over the world, from east and west, and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob at the feast in the kingdom of heaven. But many Israelites, those for whom the kingdom was prepared, will be thrown into outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the Roman officer, go back home, because you believed it has happened And the young servant was healed that same hour. Verse 14, when Jesus arrived at Peter's house, Peter's mother-in-law was sick in bed with a high fever, but when Jesus touched her hand, the fever left her. Then she got up and prepared a meal for him. That evening, many demon-possessed people were brought to Jesus. He cast out the evil spirits with a simple command, and he healed all the sick. This fulfilled The word of the Lord through the prophet Isaiah who said he took our sicknesses and removed our diseases. Jesus provides healing in the cross. Healing for our physical bodies. Healing for our souls. If your soul needs healing today, if your soul is lost without Jesus today, he wants to bring spiritual healing to you. If your body is hurting today, Jesus wants to bring healing to your body today. James chapter 5 says this, Are any of you suffering hardships? You should pray. 
Are any of you happy? You should sing praises. Are any of you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sins, you will be forgiven. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Will we trust that Jesus wants to do his will, his way today? Do we trust that Jesus wants to bring healing for souls today? Will we trust that Jesus wants to bring healing for bodies and minds today? So today we're going to celebrate communion first, and then we're going to pray for healing. We're going to call the sick forward in a moment. We're going to anoint them with oil, and we're going to believe, we're going to pray the prayer of faith that Jesus would have his way in their lives. Some may be coming forward for physical healing. They're going to sense a healing in their emotions today. Or maybe someone's coming for an emotional healing. They're going to sense a healing in the physical body. God's going to do awesome, powerful things today. We trust him today. We were praying Tuesday night. We had our prayer team here just interceding for this day. We've been believing God to do great and mighty things. People... I believe, as I I was praying this week, people will be saved today. People will receive salvation today. People will be healed today. Some who walked in depressed and defeated are going to leave with the joy of the Lord. There's some who, who don't remember what a good day They don't remember what a good day felt like or looked like. For them, each day is a bad day. But today, someone's going to leave having a good day. God's going to lift that dark cloud over your head, over your life today in Jesus' name. Some who are filled with anxiety. Holy Spirit impressed this on my on my life as I was writing this. Some who are anxious about being around others will leave embracing others with the joy and love of Jesus today. Whatever your need is, whatever your situation, and God sees you. And so I'm going to ask those who are serving today, if they'd pass the bread and the juice, and like we do every time, if you just hold the bread and the juice until everyone's served, and we will eat and drink together, and I want to share about the the elements as they're passed around today. Sneak in here. Thank you. Bread is a symbol of the body, of humanity, the brokenness 
of Jesus. The bread of communion is a symbol of the body of Christ. Christ took on his body the sin and the rebellion of all of humanity. He took your sins. He took my sins. He did what we could never do. Jesus died a sacrificial death for your sins and for my sins. He took my place. He took your place. Jesus was the perfect, spotless lamb that the Old Testament pointed to. Jesus was the once and for all sacrifice for your soul and for my soul. Without Jesus, you are still responsible for the penalty of your sin and your rebellion against God. If you haven't submitted your heart to Jesus, if you haven't said, Jesus, I receive your sacrifice for my sins, then you still owe the penalty of your sins. There's no good deed. There's no a church attendance. There's nothing you can do to pay that penalty. I don't care how good you are, how nice you are, how much money you have. There's nothing that you can do. Only Jesus can pay the penalty for your sins. There's no amount of bargaining or words or you can't talk your way out of it. Only Jesus. Only the work of Jesus on the cross can take away the penalty and the power of sin in your life. God's word instructs us that we must confess our sins. We must turn away from them by repentance. And we must put our complete trust and faith in Jesus. As I've said many times, it's not just adding Jesus to your shelf of nice little gods and idols in your life. Well, I'll add Jesus. He's nice too. He loves me. I ain't going to add him. No, it's, it's clear in the shelf of your heart. It's clear in the shelf of your life and it's saying, Jesus, you are supreme. You are the only one in my heart and my life. And Jesus, I will live for you all the days of my life. Through confession, we confess our sins. We acknowledge our need of him. We turn away from our sins. That's an issue in today's culture. It's like, well, I want to follow Jesus, but I still want to hold on to my sins. And no, you got to get rid of it. You got to make the break. You need to crucify that sinful nature. You confess, you turn away, you repent from your sins, and you turn to Jesus by faith. Jesus is the bread of salvation. Jesus is the bread of life. Jesus is the bread of communion. When we eat the bread today, we are reminded of the sacrificial body of Jesus. His body was broken for you. That Jesus took the penalty of your sins on his body. 
the grape juice or the wine is a symbol of blood and of sacrifice. Just like the sacrifices of the Old Testament were not complete until the blood was applied on the altar, so salvation is not made complete and available to you and to me until the blood of Jesus was shed on the cross and applied to our hearts. He died for all of mankind, but they must come and acknowledge him. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. We're not universal salvationists that believe that Jesus died for everyone and so everyone's saved. No, we believe that you must, you must repent, you must confess, you must put your faith in Jesus for the blood of Jesus to be applied to your heart, to your soul. When we confess our sins to him, when we turn away from our sins by repentance, when we put our faith and trust in Jesus, God applies the blood of Jesus to our hearts and to our lives. Jesus' blood is our covering. Jesus' blood washes away our sins. And so today when we drink the juice today, the juice of communion, we are reminded of the sacrificial blood of Jesus. We're reminded that as we put our trust in him, we're applying the blood of Jesus to our souls, to our hearts, to our minds. We're celebrating what he has done already, what is available to you today. Communion is a is a celebrate. It's a celebratory moment. We remember. We we say, Jesus, what you did on the cross two thousand years ago is just as important today as it was then. God's word says that all have sinned, all fall short of God's glory, that the wages of sin is death. But God's word also says that the righteousness from God has been made known, is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe, and that this gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Salvation is not given to you by a a parent. It's not given to you by a pastor. It's not given to you by a leader. It's given only by Jesus. He is the only way. He is the only truth. He is the only life. If you need salvation today, today's a great day. Today's a great day to confess your sins to Jesus. To turn away from your sins by repentance. And to put put your complete faith and trust in Jesus today. 
today. Don't wait till tomorrow or next week or ne- I'll do that next communion. I'll do that next Sunday. Life is brief. Life is short. There's no guarantees. Jesus wants you to give your all to him today. This day. Whether you're in this room, whether you're watching online or maybe you'll be listening to this down the road, Jesus wants you to to confess your sins to him. He wants you to turn away from your sins by repentance. And he wants you to put your full trust and faith in Jesus today. Would you bow your heads and your hearts? Let's pray today. Lord, if there's anyone in this place that needs your salvation today, anyone listening to my voice that needs your salvation today, Lord, that today they would confess their need of you. They would acknowledge their need of you this very day, Jesus. They would confess their sins to you, that they are sinners in need of a Savior. Holy Spirit, right now, convince them that they need Jesus. Convince them, Lord, that that the only way is Jesus. If that's you in your heart today, just acknowledge Jesus. Say, Jesus, I I turn away from my sins. Jesus, I I acknowledge that I, I am a sinner in need of your salvation. Jesus, I've tried to do it my own way. I've tried to do these good things and these good deeds. And no matter what, Jesus, I need you, Jesus. Jesus, apply the blood of your sacrifice to my soul, to my heart today. Jesus, I acknowledge that you died for my sins for my failures, my weaknesses, for my sicknesses. The Bible says everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved doesn't matter what you've done, what you're doing. It doesn't matter right where you are right now. If you call on his name, if you will confess, if you will turn away, if you will trust in Jesus today, he will bring salvation. There's someone in a bunker today listening or who will listen down the road and Jesus is calling you today. Maybe there's someone who's struggling today. They thought about giving it all up today, making this their last day, but Jesus is calling you. He's inviting you. Jesus wants to bring healing to your soul today, salvation to your life today, forgiveness 
of your sins today. So confess your sins to him. Turn away from your sins by repentance and put your trust in Jesus. Make Jesus your Lord. Make Jesus your Savior today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's eat and let's drink together this morning. Stand together. Let's worship Him at the cross.
thank you, Lord, for your salvation today. We thank you, Lord, that you overcame the grave. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise and honor today, Lord Jesus. Glory to your name. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. As the worship team just continues to to softly lead us in the background, we're going to invite you forward. And what we're going to do this this time for prayer, we're going to ask all the men, if the men would come forward for prayer this this area, we're going to ask our prayer team and our deacons if they come forward first and prepare. The men come to this side. Ladies, if you want prayer, if you come to this side over here, if you're coming forward as a couple, maybe a husband and wife, you can choose a side. <laughs> just come come together as a couple if you'd like. And uh, but we're going to have the guys praying for guys over here, ladies praying for ladies. We're just going to simply anoint you, your head with oil. So just a dab of oil on your forehead. We're not going to dump anything on you today. And we're going to pray in faith, trusting and believing God to bring healing to your life. You can tell us if you want what you're believing for healing for. Maybe it's something physical or spiritual or whatever it is. You can tell us. We'll pray for you. And... Uh, if you're not able to come forward physically, we'll come find you later, and we'd love to pray for you today. So let's agree. If you're, if you're not coming forward, just, just pray with us, intercede with us at your seats. You can sit, you can stand, you can walk around however you're comfortable praying today, and uh, we'd invite you to come and just trust God for healing today. Cheers. 
Nothing is impossible. 
else today, come on forward. If he wants to come to you, just give us a little wave. So we'll, we'll send a team to you, okay? You're amongst friends today. You're amongst family today. men and ladies as as you feel released here if you just make your way on the pews if there's anyone that needs prayer that just lift up your hand we'd love to pray for you with you today he's our healer today amen our healer today Jesus name bring healing today Lord Jesus thank you for the healing you've already brought today Jesus Thank you for the salvation you've you've purchased. Jesus name, Jesus name. You were reaching through the storm and walking on the water. Even when I could not see In the middle of it all When I thought you were a thousand miles away Not for a moment Did you forsake me Not for a moment Did you forsake me whispering your promise even when I could not hear I was held in your arms carried for a thousand miles to show not for a moment did you forsake me not for a moment did you forsake me after all, you are constant. After all, you are only good. After all, you are sovereign. Not for a moment will you forsake me. Not for a moment will you forsake Every step, every breath, you are there. And every tear, every cry, every prayer. In my hurt, at my worst, when my world falls down. Not for a moment will you forsake me. After all, you are constant. After all, you are only good. After all, 
today. Amen. Amen. He's worthy of all praise, all honor, all glory today. Thank you for taking those steps of faith to pray, to pray for one another, to believe God. 
God is working in your lives. God is working in this church. Lord, we give you the glory. We give you the honor, Jesus. Lord, Jesus, we thank you for what you are doing. You're drawing us closer and closer to you in these last days. You're reminding us of what it's all about, Jesus. You're getting us back to to the basics, Jesus. And Jesus, would it not just stop in this building, but may we take the healing grace and power of Jesus wherever we go, in our workplaces, in our homes, our schools, our hallways. Jesus, send us out as your hands and your feet. Lord, that the lost would receive spiritual healing. They would receive physical healing. Use your church today. Send out your church today. Help us to walk in you. Help us to walk with you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Would you stand with us? We're going to sing one last song. That he's our champion. Amen? Jesus is our champion. Let's rejoice over him today. Tried so hard to see it. It took me so long to believe it. But you choose someone like me to carry your victory. Perfection could never earn it. You give what we don't deserve, and you take the broken things and raise them to glory.
Jesus' name. We had a few requests coming in online, and so let's just take a moment. Jesus, we pray for those that are online, they're maybe not able to come forward today, and we just pray, Jesus, that you bring healing to their bodies in Jesus' name. Touch them right where they're at, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We also have a podcast now where you can listen to the audio of our services. Right now it's available on Apple Podcasts. You can search First Assembly of God Greencastle. And so this week, uh, this service will be up. And uh, if you know someone that needs healing, you can send that link to them. And they can listen to the service and just pray during that time. Or you can pray for them. And let's, let's take the gospel out there, all right? We, we're thankful to gather. We're thankful for what he's doing here. And let's take the goodness of God wherever we're at. Amen? Amen? Amen. Jesus, bless your people today. Send us out with the gospel, with the light, with the fire of the Holy Ghost. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you today. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you haven't done so yet, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast and share it with those you know. Our prayer is that you will find true and lasting life in a relationship with Jesus and that you will live to do His will, His way, for His glory.